Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the best of two pros in a cup of Joe with Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Now, we have been discussing the uh, Deshaun Watson trade rumors. They have sparked up again. Uh, John McClain of the Houston Chronicle uh, yesterday uh, brought up that the conversations are still happening between Deshaun, uh, between the Houston Texans, rather, the Miami Dolphins, about Deshaun Watson, and that there could be a trade done as early as next week. Uh, so Deshaun Watson could find himself a Miami Dolphin uh, in one way, shape, or form. Uh, that uh, remains to be seen. So I think couple, it's couple, exciting. Couple th- couple things to, to clean up. Uh, there's actually 10 criminal complaints. So oh, it's 22 civil suits and 10 criminal complaints. It, it's less than I think was initially. Um, but again, for those who don't know the legal process, the burden of proof is different between civil and criminal. Easier to, to convict in, in a civil case. Um, but there's 10 criminal complaints and investigations by the FBI. That would be one of the things you'd be bringing on. And the other thing that I think you, you have to take into account, and, and maybe we can look this up, and I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the case. If you are placed on the commissioner's exempt list, that salary, if I'm not mistaken, is still a cap hit. Yeah. It's not removed from that salary cap. That's so in 2021, Deshaun Watson's got a cap hit of $15.9 million. Mm-hmm. In 2022, which I tend to find a little more interesting, it's forty point four million dollars, <laughs> right? And in twenty twenty three, it's forty two point four million dollars. So back to the original statement: If Stephen Ross and the Miami Dolphins are willing to trade for Deshaun Watson, despite much of which will not be decided until after the court, the legal process runs its course, which I do believe there's depositions that are beginning. Uh, it, it either now or in the future in, in coming weeks, 
But even then, as far as when he actually has to go be deposed and when all this stuff would wrap up, it's probably going to be after the season. And so if that's the case, not only are you taking on the rest of, of his salary and that cap it for this year, you are taking on astronomical cap hits in the next two years where who knows, depending on how the, the 10 criminal suits play out, only because that's what's ultimately going to deter him or take him away from being on the field. The, the civil suits will be one thing, and, and the NFL will then have to you know, make, make their case for how they want to handle it. But th- that's not going to keep him from necessarily being on the field. It's the criminal, obviously, it's the criminal suits, and it's going to be that tied into the NFL's decision. I mean, the whole thing is just bizarre, man. I, I, I like, you would wonder. I know Stephen Ross, and you pointed out the Super Bowls and, you know, longtime owner and all that stuff. Do you think he's got some sort of a gauge from the league as to what's going to happen? Or is the league got to keep it so quiet? Do you think he hit up anybody? I, with, I, I just I just said, how could he not? Yeah. like that's, Or how could the NFL not? That, I mean, Roger Goodell works for Stephen Ross and every other owner of the league. So or, they got to have conversations, right? I mean, I, I, off think. the record. I just It has to have. That's why th- this whole thing. It's just bizarre how the NFL has either waited this long or is either just ultimately not going to do anything and they've at least given them some sort of confidence that there's going to be something done here or or nothing done here. I think the best part of it all is we're talking about it, but we'll ultimately get an opportunity to see what happens. I mean, that's the beauty of sports, right? It's the same thing when you're preparing for the game. You strap them up, you lace them up, you're going to see what's going to play out based off of all the commentary and everything, that's that's going to be out the door once the game starts, right? If this trade takes place, we're going to find out who's saying what, who's done what, what is what, and if things have changed, they may have changed. I, I think before we went to break, I think your logic was was possibly sound in the sense that if if there are conversations that are being had where these things are going to get settled and they are going to go away – I mean, why wouldn't the conversation – I don't think the conversation should be so much focused in on the National Football League. I think the conversation should be focused in on what is Deshaun Watson doing to possibly speed up the how this plays out. And I think that that's something that, again, in a lot of ways, the franchises are going to be left to try to figure out things before the NFL has to get involved. If Deshaun Watson and – his people figure out what they need to do and these situations go away perceivably and which could, I mean, maybe that happens in, in a reasonable amount of time. I think that that is more so what would be sensible to focus in on because the idea of, of saying, well, they have to be in contact with, with the NFL. They have to have an idea that this is what we're going to do if we trade for him. If the circumstances have not changed in terms of what Deshaun Watson has going on, then the outcome is not going to change as well. So the minute he is about to become a guy that goes onto the field, the NFL will at that point in time take action with Deshaun Watson. And well, unless that's changed, right? So, which, which unless it, that's it hasn't, changed, but but what? So so here's in the legal process, right? Like this is what could potentially change. So let's say he did settle the 22 joint civil cases, you know, then you might find some of those, those same accusers who dropped their criminal complaints. And, and that's where it all goes away. 
I mean, tip, again, the burden of proof between the two is different, so that's one, that's one piece of it. But if there was any sort of settlement, and, and you could make the case or you could make the argument that the reason why you would obviously uh, file a, a civil and criminal suit is because you really want to put pressure on someone where you're going to take away their livelihood as well as you know, their income. And, and, if you, and, and it forces them to come to the table a little bit quicker if they feel like there's enough evidence where they'd be able to prove where, yeah, you could go to jail for this, right? I mean, this, this could be a serious issue. So you may have to take my civil suit more seriously as well you know, if you want to settle and if you want this all to go away. So sometimes that's more of the strategy behind having an accuser who's going to file both and, and see if they can get, you know, potentially both, right? Um, if that got settled and those criminal charges got dropped, you know, then again, it's back into the NFL's court. So now you and, have and, to have, go ahead, go ahead. Well, you know, and, and I guess what's hypocritical to me from the NFL is to what you just said, whether just because the legal process has changed, that doesn't mean what took place has changed. True. Players have been suspended without suffering any sort of legal discourse. Yeah. Without having anything happen from the legal system. They've been suspended six games. So back to my original point, where's the NFL been this whole time? Like, I understand there's certain things they won't be privy to until they can do a thorough investigation, which right now they're letting the legal process take course because the NFL or anyone else outside of Deshaun Watson and his representation, because no team's going to be able to, you know, they're not going to be at liberty to say. The court's not going to be at liberty to say. You know, no one's going to be at liberty to say until all these depositions become public you know, once this would, you know, potentially go to court and once those things are out there for everyone to see. So because of that, like there's they're not going to be able to find out more until after the fact, unless all this gets dropped. The NFL does their own investigation, which you would, you would imagine would take some time. I mean, there's already been to some degree an investigation done, but not as thorough as it probably needs to be. So, so that's where I kind of look at it and go either way, the NFL should have already acted. Like, I don't care if, he, if he's on an active roster and just because he hasn't wanted to go, go play or the Texans haven't wanted to put him in, it, it doesn't matter. You've already set the precedent countless times that he should have been on the exempt list right now. Well, the NFL's been a little busy. They've been uh, scanning through 650,000 emails, well, so they're trying to get to the They did conduct that. an interview. Yeah. They, they interviewed victims. They interviewed um, at, at, at a certain point in time. A while back, they, they, and they came to the conclusion of – whatever they came to. And well, no, there's a bunch of people, too, from the, the victim side that says it was quick and it wasn't yeah, necessarily yeah. as thorough as anything else. There's a right. ton of reports about whatever did take place. Yeah, so. I, Listen, I'm again, I, I'm, I don't want to get into speculating about what they did or what they didn't do. All, all I know is they did do an interview, and, and when they conducted the interviews, the basically the, the consensus was it's going to play out, and if – Deshaun Watson is in a situation where he's going to play, then the National Football League will take action from there. If there is no reason for them to take action while they're allowing the legal process to play out, then they're they're not going to take any action. That's I mean, it's I could sound redundant on it, but I, I, it just is what it is. But again, if this were to take place, if if the Miami Dolphins do heat up to make this trade, I would first say I, I wonder if the NFL would allow it, if it would become public knowledge as to 
what the course of action would be moving forward before that trade is completed. Well, that, yeah, I would be you, interested to know that. The NBA has stopped trades. I mean, granted, it had more to do, I guess, with parity in the league. Yeah, yeah. But I the, would be it, interested to see it. That why would place. the NFL step in and go, yeah, we're going to put them on the exempt list. Like, you know, hey, Mr. Ross, bad idea. This is going to handicap your salary cap because you might be on the exempt list for a long period of time. I would be interested to see if it became public knowledge, public domain. Because, again, I don't disagree that, you know, the conversations are taking place. And maybe, like we said, the legal the, the legal representation of Deshaun Watson may be in these conversations as well. And, and things are being facilitated based off of what the assumptions and the assessment of where everything may or may not be going. I don't know for certain. But what I do know is I would be interested to see, first and foremost, if – that this trade does heat up and it's actually something that is about to happen. How will the NFL handle that? And then it'll be interesting to see if a trade does get solidified, knowing what what the amount of money that's connected to Deshaun Watson is, what do you do next once he's on the Miami Dolphins? And then the third part of that is what happens <laughs> what is the what is the the fallout or what is the response to whatever decision is made? If he's put on the exempt list or if for some reason I'm wrong and and he's able to play, it, it'll still be interesting to see because either way, the National Football League, in some regard, and maybe even the Miami Dolphins, are in a compromising position. Because if it turns out that this guy is guilty of what it is that he's being charged of, that's not only a black eye for the National Football League, that's a black eye on that Miami Dolphins uh, franchise oh, as well. Yeah. So, We've had a number of players that have maybe you well, know, <laughs> fallen in that category there. I just don't know that it's here's, been this sensitive in culture and society with things like this taking place. Sure. That, well, and I think that that's the key. We, we've been more sensitive to domestic violence in previous years. I mean, I, I'm not saying we're not now, but with the Ray Rice situation with the video and everything else, like people acted immediately and anyone who was accused of anything of the sort without even the same out evidence or documented yeah, yeah. was out, out of there. there. Yeah, you're out and, of and there. And in a way, this is I'm, – I'm not saying it's necessarily – you know, d- domestic violence uh, in, in that way, but but there's definitely some potential wrongdoing and everything on the on the part of Deshaun Watson over and over and over again. Again, you would think this would be case closed, door slammed shut, like he's on the exempt list so they figure it out. Not the case. Back to the investigation done by the NFL. Here's the problem with with that investigation. When when the, when the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse you know comes in town to do the interview, <laughs> the issue with that is is you know wh- if you're an attorney for if you're Tony Busby. And you're representing all these, you know, potential victims, alleged victims. They're not, he's not going to tell them to say anything because they're not under oath. They're not in a court of law. It's the NFL doing an investigation, right? And so that's the problem where they probably weren't able to get anything from that because they want to see if there's a chance to settle. They want to see if there's a chance to go to court before they're going to let all the facts and everything come out. I mean, we've seen time and time again, can the NFL be trusted with anything? Of course not. Everything that the NFL investigates or gets out eventually becomes public, as we've just seen with the Washington football team. So if I was, if I was an attorney and I was representing these young women, I would say don't say anything because they can't be trusted. And until we get to a point where you know, we're through the legal process or we've settled and we've exhausted all legal avenues – then we can talk more about all of this. But until that point, uh, let the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse come in, do their little their oh, little interview, come on. and then we'll move on. I'm just, I'm just saying, I like mean, that's wow. what it, that's what it looks like in comparison to 
an actual legal deposition or the FBI or someone else who's actually got some clout and some power in all this. I mean, the NFL to these women aren't going to be able to just, help them. Or just to give a give, just to give a little bit of perspective, when everything happened with Penn State, the NCAA did no legal investigation. They did no investigation. They allowed the school to do it and trusted the results from the school. And and so if you think about it, if you put it in a proper context. That would be the franchise investing their dollars to do an investigation on. Which, by the way, makes way more sense, by the way, Uh, at least in the sense for the Texans. Like, they're the employer. Shouldn't they be as curious as anyone else? So, I'm just saying, in terms of the NFL and them doing their due diligence, their due diligence is really to get enough information to say, this is really bad enough right now for us to take action against him. If they didn't give the NFL what they were looking for in terms of protecting the the, the information and and creating what they're creating, then in the end, in the end, that's that's up to the discretion of the lawyer, the representation, and those those victims or those alleged victims. But again, just to put it in proper perspective, you're talking about some serious ish that took place at Penn State, and the NCAA didn't even touch it. They did no investigation. Everything was left up to the school to do. And once the school did it, not only did they do the investigation with the free report, but then once the free report came out, they issued their own punishment. And and their own punishment was then approved by the NCAA. Yeah, It was approved, but they issued their own punishment. So there was nothing that was done by the NCAA, the governing body of, of the school. So... I just think that this comes down to a lot of of details and 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 really in the end, if if Deshaun Watson is not in a position where he's ready to this is ready to settle and they get out of it, I just don't think that the circumstances have changed. The NFL will get involved at the point in time of where they feel it's necessary for them to get involved. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at six a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we do have a Thursday night football game coming up later on tonight. Do we? Uh, yeah, believe it or not, it is week seven in the Dang. NFL. Uh, week yeah. seven flying Banged by. up Browns, though, man. Dang. Banged up. Yeah, but you know what, though? Yeah. Case is back. Yeah. Case Keenum is back, folks. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the gunslinger Case Keenum, uh, the guy who the Minnesota Vikings and Mike Zimmer wish they had back uh, instead of uh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, and that, that is I, a terrible take. That is an, a 100% uh, honest You realize take. Cousins is actually playing incredible the past uh, couple years now. Uh, they've advanced farther with Case Keenum as their quarterback than they ever have with Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's well. more of a team thing because their defense is finally starting to come around. But that, that's, that's a terrible hot uh, take. I, I, I believe that that is right 
right up there with one of the better takes that you're going to hear on radio all day. And again, I don't I don't have a, a God, personal connection to all of this. I'm just saying, like they he is an upgrade. They, they they would do anything. Mike Zimmer would do anything based on how he was physically assaulted by Kirk Cousins on the sideline. <laughs> he would do anything to get back Case Keenum. Case Keenum never assaulted his coach like that, like like Kirk Cousins did. You like that, Brady? How's that feel? Huh. Oh man, you like? I'm, it. I'm not even going to respond. <laughs> you it's like so it? <laughs> I feel uh, so awkward being around y'all sometimes, man. I feel like <laughs> I really do. Uh, y'all be having some moments, boy. Well, listen, that's uh, yeah, that's what we do here. It's like uh, three, I, I three mean, brothers. I love it. I love it. It's three brothers. I'm just. Out. I'm like that Ball older busted. brother that went off to college, and I come back home, and and we're in the kitchen, and one of these things jump off, and I'm just trying to understand it. You know. Yeah, like, yeah there's, there's not much understanding with what Jonas yeah. is saying. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, but that being said, uh, the Case Keenum experience is back. Uh, apparently, Baker Mayfield's shoulder was uh, uh, was you know more seriously injured than maybe uh, he wanted to let on, or maybe that he did lead on, but then wanted to show that he was going to play through it. Nonetheless. Case Keenum's the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, and this is, game is, is a little it that, bit odd. Or, or is he maybe like want to give the the Browns fans a dose of like what's behind him? Okay, or, I mean, you know, because it, it, here's the reality of the Brown situation: you're not going to get Chubb or Hunt tonight. Uh-huh. It's going to be Dearness Johnson and Demetric Felton. The offensive line, which is the biggest key of their entire team, in my in my opinion, you got two tackles that are hurt. Mm. Those guys might not go. And I, I wonder if there's a certain element of, of Baker who's like, I'm trying to play through injury. I don't even know if Odell Beckham's going to go, but I'm trying to play through injury. We get a bunch of guys banged up. People are kind of getting critical of my play. All right, let's, let's see how they like the backup when he goes in there, you know, considering what I've been dealing with physically and then around me at the quarterback spot. We'll, we'll see how he handles the situation. I, I wonder if there's an element of that to this whole thought process because, you know, it, I, I guess if it's pain management – and he wants to give it a week of rest, that's the only change. But, like, he can't get surgery now unless he wants to sit out a period of games. And, you know, to the best of my knowledge or what's been reported, I don't know how much worse it's gotten. Um, again, like, uh, you know, whether it's a post-tier or labrum tear or when your shoulder subflexes like that, it's, it's painful. It's, I mean, you can you know, shoot it up. You can take some medication for that stuff. I mean, it's not his throwing shoulder. When you so. say shoot it up, what do you mean? What do you guys mean by that? I what literally mean like take that? a gigantic the needle tortle. and shoot it up. Yeah. Uh, you could use Tordal if you want, yeah. but you could use, yeah, a local anesthesia. Yeah. That, uh, and, you know, that's going to numb that? up Lada, that area. A lot of lodocaine, lidocaine. Lidocaine, lidocaine, yeah. A lot of canes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you, you know, giant needle, and they just shoot it up, and we're ready to go. I mean, giant yeah. enough to puncture a lung, and you not <laughs> be able to point. play sometimes. Yeah, that, you know yeah, to, to spark a Hall of Fame career yeah. from Justin and Herbert. That's don't a good even point. get me started on knee drains. You don't want to see that oh, syringe. I've done that. You don't want to oh, see that man. syringe. How much fluid they pull out of a knee, bro? Fluid is blood, dude. Bro, you don't even. And and the crazy thing is that syringe is so big. They have to numb your knee first. Like they give you the little local, like what we're just talking about, yeah. just to numb the joint to be able to put that big ass syringe in in where they're going to drain. <laughs> and your knee, your body makes the noise. You start to realize like the pressure that your body is holding, pushing out on you to fight the pressure on the outside, pushing against you. Your my knee went. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> bro 
we were playing Freak in Southern California, <laughs> Freak me 2006. Out. I broke off like a 60-yard run. Shocking, but it happened. Nice. At the end of the run, I get hit, and the way I fall, knee slams against the turf, and like LeVar just said, poof. Mm. My knee is like a pumpkin out of nowhere. Mm. And so, you know, end up finishing the drive, go over, and the staff's looking at it. They're like, yeah, they're like, we need to drain this at halftime. So we go in, and at that point in time, um, I forget what the score was the game. I don't think it was going great. But Charlie walks in, and I don't know if he was going to chew my ass out or what he was going to do. <laughs> Charlie Weiss walks in. He looks at me. He sees that gigantic syringe, and they're just pulling blood out of my knee. Uh, and he just got kind of like his eyes got really big, and he just turned around and walked walk back out. away. Yeah. Like he was, he was going to say <laughs> I don't know what he was going to say, but he kind of looked. It was just like, oh, oh okay. And then we just kind of put over like a, a wrap on it. But man, that is one of the weirdest things man. to deal with. I'll tell you what. <laughs> they pulled so much off of me. I looked at it. I was like, that would be a big old. <laughs> that would be a, a big a old. donation. And, like, you could put that in, 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 in a joint and that would be like a silicone. Like, like it would be a nice looking dip. Like. Okay, you know so, I mean? like uh, you be enhanced oh, off of you. Right, so let me, I, I know what you're saying. All right, let yeah, me let me ask go. you guys this. Go. Yeah, very good. Cycle. Way, way yeah. to keep it appropriate here. Uh, let me let me ask you this. How much if they pull something out of your knee? Are we talking? They would fill up what? Like a like I a just pint told glass? you. Like a, just, like a but like with so like think a pint about glass? it. Four hundred from B's to C's is yeah, what he said. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. So like they pulled off so much. All right, is what we're talking. They pulled off so much you could get a handful of it. And and it would look good in a dress. That's like a Weiss goblet. All right, like, all right. like a 20, I don't even know what that is, but, Yeah, everybody's seen a Weiss go. goblet. All Come right. on. Listen, Brady, Here I'm sorry. Go. I'm sorry you're not up to speed. You drink out of wine glasses. <sighs> Weiss goblet's what they put beer in. I don't know what to tell you. Man. I don't what, know what, what, I, what IPA we're going to talk about? Well, I, I, well, since we're on the topic, I mean, what do you want to You want to go Kua Bay from, uh, you know, from Kona? Goblet's I mean, you, always you know? been a word that makes me a little uncomfortable goblet? for some reason. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. It's like outdated or something. But I like it. But it's just I don't like it. Yeah, it's like a weird. It's one of those weird things. But let's go back to Cleveland because I want. I want here, here's what I'm thinking about this game, right? And this is total like hairpin needle turn. But it's interesting. I like it. Brady had a great take on it in terms of pain management, figuring out okay, if you think I'm so bad and this that and the other, let's see if you like the backups. Well, here's the thing: there have been conversations about if if Baker Mayfield may even be out for the rest of the season to recover from this injury. Case Keenum comes in. If Case Keenum plays well, I just wonder what that what that holds in terms of you don't have your starting backfield. Uh, your tackles are injured. You don't know which ones are going to play. And your receiver, you got one of your main receivers who's injured. If Case Keenum is able to have sustained success in this game tonight, I wonder what that turns the conversation into moving forward. And then the idea of it from there is, is if that becomes what what the new norm is for Cleveland for the rest of this season, then what does that mean for Baker and, and his contract negotiation? Because this was supposed to be the year that solidified yeah. whether he's the guy or not. And, and, and listen, I'll say this. After the Dak Prescott situation, any I say anything is possible. Who's ever next up is next up at that position. Maybe it's not necessarily you play this season, but I thought coming into this season that it was actually going to be a make-or-break moment a year 
for Baker Mayfield and his yeah. relevance of getting that that long term contract. No, I, I think you're dead on. And, and and what happens if Case Keenum comes in and has uh, a Minnesota Vikings a la what year was that? Twenty fifteen, sixteen. I don't know. That yeah, it was twenty uh, seventeen. I seventeen, think. maybe. Yeah, yeah I think. I it was mean, what happens if you see that sort of year from him the rest of the way? If if Baker was gonna, you know, go and recover, get it operated on, or or you know, w- whatever comes from that. Again, I don't know the specific details to what exactly he's dealing with, outside of what's been reported. But if if he does come in and play that way. It's it kind of I mean it kind of throws a wrench in those negotiations for an extension, right? You would think. I mean, it, it's it, and it's interesting only because you know he's still Baker's on his in his fourth year. He's still got a fifth year option that they picked up, and potentially a franchise tag. But I would imagine I think they changed the rule on this. I think you can. I'm not. You know, now it's not uh, guaranteed, or no, now it is fully guaranteed. So once you pick up the fifth year option. Like, it was injury only. Now it's just guaranteed, guaranteed. Like, he's getting that regardless. And so what are you going to do? Play it through his, his final year there? I mean, if you don't think he's the long-term answer, just let the thing play out? I mean, there's a lot of big question marks if this hypothetical was going was gonna, to, you know, play out. But, again, we, we still need to see what happens tonight because yeah. Von Miller, again, has already predicted <laughs> Out murder. for blood. Yeah. He murder, not even blood, not yeah. even I mean murder. I love he it. said he's going to kill the man across from him. Uh, by, by the way, I'd like to point something out here. You mentioned uh, back in 2006, you had a 60 yard run, um, you know, which led to your knee injury, Brady, that had to get drained at halftime. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. We'd just like to uh, correct. It was 59 yards. Just want to correct okay. you. Thank so, you. I mean, we, we can round up all we want, but let's not try and, That's you know, put, you know, I'm not saying let's not yeah. put lipstick on this thing. Y'all boys be going back and I'm just forth, saying, boy. man, like, like I want honesty you know, on this show. That you was know what was the sad thing that about that is? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure, and, and Jonas could look into this, like I had the longest rush my junior and senior year. And last time I checked, like, that shouldn't be the case. Like, that's just <laughs> – like, me of all quarterbacks, too, like, I, I should not have the longest rush of the season going two years in a row. I mean, and I'm that was, sure that, that was, was the case. against USC, which was probably a pretty doggone good team at that point. What, yeah. what was – who, no, who was – I mean – Top five, top yeah. four. It, it was John David Booty that year. Okay. But they right. – I remember in, insult to injury. We tried an onside kick at the end of the game. They returned it for a touchdown. So it, it, made, it made the score look that much worse. Well, uh, oh, I'll, I'll just say this. That, that 59-yard run is 59 yards more than Jonas did against USC. I would argue that's well, 60 yards more than I've done against USC. But although, <laughs> well, can I, okay. can I tell not, you? Hold on, hold on. We're talking about on the field or off the field. Yeah, Jonas well, has had his moments off yeah, the field. Yeah, oh, yeah, let me tell you something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank Southern you. Cal. I appreciate it. Let's yeah. call it Southern uh, Cal. Do tell. Get fitted for my gold jacket, Dios mio. Here's what I would ask. Here's what I want to point out. You know what's so funny about this? This is what a small world this is. Small world. There was a local radio station contest back in 2006, and it was called like the "You Make the Call" contest. Mm. And this, this, I can't can't even believe I just popped in my head. And so I, as a joke, submitted a call, and and basically what yeah, it was was a joke. No, you you had to do a play by play of a USC game or a highlight, and you won. And, no, and well, whatever. So here's what happened. So I record it, I send it in, not thinking anything of it. Of course, you know I want to be on the radio and all that. And I'm figuring out, you know, how can I get on the radio? But the, I end up making it to the final three, hmm. and so the prize 
was to get to call the second half opening kickoff for the Notre Dame USC game. This oh, exact game. That exact game. This exact game. That's right after crazy. right after Brady was getting his knee drained, I was set to go and do the second half kickoff. Unfortunately, I didn't win the contest. You were and, set to do it, but you did not yes, win to but, go do it. Exactly. But So you weren't set to do it. You were in a position to be set to do it. But here is right. here's why the story here's here's why the story ties in together. Because the show in which they announced the winner was Colin Cowherd's show. Wow. So, wow. so, it, all, yeah, so it all ties in together there. How about that? So That's uh, crazy. Yeah. Just uh, who knows? I, I still think you should get more credit for your introductions. Like, have you given LeVar one yet? Like one of your legendary introductions? He did. He, did. Yeah. he almost passed out. Yeah, but LeVar. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it. LeVar I've seen was, it with my own two LeVar eyes. LeVar was disinterested. He, he wasn't really into it. I tried to give him the Michael Buffer treatment, and, yeah, and he just—he was dismissive. Uh, you know, he just, like, uh, walked out of the room, didn't want to hear I'm, it. I'm it a tad bit jaded, man. I yeah. apologize for that. That's you know? all right. I, mean, I just don't. I'm not really into people being into me. Yeah, you know? okay. Well, and you were into me in that moment. I, I it made was. me uncomfortable. I am into you. That's yeah, a good point. I didn't want right. that <laughs> intro. Save yeah. that. Save he, that was, he was just giving you the uh, the, the Prince treatment. Yeah. yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that is the him. greatest story you've ever told. Uh, I, was, uh, well, I, I looked at him. <laughs> like God, <laughs> like, this is, like, that's honey, Prince. Like jeez, honey. You know, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I'm like I'm like, babe, that's Prince. Like, look at him. <laughs> Are you looking at this dude? Like, man, why does he look like this? Prince, small guy, though, right? He's small. Yeah. He, I'm, Tiny. He looked like a woman, bro. Yeah. Hey, on, hold on. On everything. How tall do y'all think Nick Saban is? Because this kind of messed with me. He, he's pretty short. He's tiny. Yeah, he's, he's pretty five, short. Six. He's no, pretty he's short. I swear to you. Saban I was like, is? wait, what? Nick wow. Saban's yeah. a pretty short wow. dude. He's five, six. Damn. I mean, uh, I mean, you never think it because he's never, always standing above you. He's I, always like on a platform. I, I never you know? thought to think of how. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> just right, weird. I never, thought, I never thought about his height, but he is short. He's five he's, six. He's five he's six. six. There, there, there's some people he's who tiny. You know, who I was blown away by before we get to break. Uh, at the Super Bowl a few years ago, he walked by, and I was shocked at how big he was. Brett Favre. Oh. Brett Favre's oh, a yeah. thick dude. Like I, I just I assume like oh, dang, Jonas. well, no, I didn't see it like he was that. Juicy? Yeah, no, I didn't see it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it. No, listen, you have seen that. There, oh. there was no, yeah, it wasn't him, but it was oh, his Crocs and his watch. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. His, his Crocs oh, Brett and watch. Brett Favre was uh, just so <laughs> juicy. <laughs> Uh, was his brother yeah. who said that? Yeah, I just had that? never known that he was so juicy well, until I saw yeah. him at the Super Bowl walking well, back. Word to the wise: If you're going to send a pick like that, don't out yourself <laughs> with a pair of Crocs and a wristwatch. It's not a uh, not a good look for anybody involved. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, enough with this, uh, you know, slap, you know, wedding around here. We need a guy who's got respect, a guy who's got credibility, a guy who's going to really ratchet things up a notch here. Uh, you talk about the best in the business. He is Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter for the MMQB and kind enough to join us here uh, every Ohio single State week. Fan, right? Yeah, damn right. And an alum. AB, can I hit you off with something right off the top of this interview, totally unrelated to what we'll talk about the rest of the way? more relevant probably but i i just gotta ask it, it, if you're you become a hall of famer as as an ohio state <laughs> alum is, is it is it is it particularly um good practice to go on tv shows with your hall of fame jacket on as your outfit for the show I, i'm i'm just curious what are you alluding to Lamar? I'm, just, I'm just curious is, is that an ohio state thing or can you help well i don't know guys i mean jonas just introduced me it seems like this is going to be a no grab ass segment right? like, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> i just needed to know is that is that is that standard protocol if you make it to the hall of fame the nfl hall of fame when you're being Can a, someone fill me in okay. on what the hell we're talking <laughs> about? All right, I'll, t- I'll tell you. All right, Chris Carter, uh, Ohio State alum, uh, yeah. you know, whatever you make of his time at Ohio uh, State. Alum of Middletown yeah, yes. High School in Middletown, uh, Ohio. Chris yeah. Carter uh, was just seen on TV wearing his Hall of Fame jacket. Doing um, the show, though. Yeah, doing the show. Hosting the show in his Hall of Fame Wait, jacket. Hosting a show in yeah. his Hall of Fame jacket? Yeah. yeah. So, you on, on your network. Oh, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I uh. I mean, I guess if I had one, I'd probably wear it everywhere. I don't too, know. You know? <laughs> no, it's, okay. it's like it's that's, like, that's why like I was asking. It's like when you're it's like when you're in high school and you first get your letter jacket and you're wearing it like everywhere, <laughs> even if it's like ninety degrees out right. in the summer, right? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay, man. all right. Well, you know, I was it? just curious because yeah. he, he he was really <laughs> he was really humbly you know. flexing his his Hall of Fame j- jacket you know, on I'm, television. I'm just, did, did, yeah. did it go on? Like, did it, do, you, do you guys know? Did it go on a dress? Like, did he just show up wearing it and nobody said anything? It, or it just did they, the TV the the volume on the TV was down. We just happened wow. to notice it in the studio, and I asked, so I was like, is he wearing a Hall of Fame jacket? Is that like, one of those things where like you got to wear it to remind people? Because it, we're getting to a, a day and age where, like, a lot of us, I mean, me, LeVar, and all that, I, I talk to some of these kids, for example, on college campuses, and you got to remember, they're 18 years old. They don't know any of us. I mean, right. I, like, I, my last days in college, you know, when we were talking college, he was three. You yeah, know, then wow. you get in the NFL and all that. It's like, so there's, there's just all this, there's all those, like, conversations. Is he doing it for relevance to, like, remind people, yeah. like, what he was or what I he mean, is? I don't know. Well, you know. first of all, I mean, Brady, there's, was, like, Ohio a lot of. state people are. There's a lot of there's a lot of scary. We all want to do our age. There's a lot of scary math out there when you like look at like how old like 
high school seniors were at this point in your life, <laughs> right. or you don't it, want to go down that rabbit hole. It, trust me, it, I've it, gone down that when, rabbit hole. It's when you so go fun. when you go into a store and they go, uh, you turn 21 on this day, and you're like, Jesus, I remember where I was on that day. Like, it, or, it, or you yeah. have a child that's 21, and you're yeah. like, Jesus. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's awful. <laughs> um, Albert, uh, so the story out of the NFL, uh, obviously the Deshaun Watson trade rumors have uh, picked back up. The Dolphins, uh, according to John McClain of the Houston Chronicle. Uh, that there could be a deal done as soon as next week. Um, I mean, where are we at with this, and how clo- how legitimate yeah. is this story, and how close could we be to a Deshaun Watson trade? Well, I mean, John McClain's as plugged in as anybody in that market and has been for a long time, so I would take anything that he'd report there seriously. I don't know how much has changed, really, um, and, and, and where this has been, and I think it's been in the same place for a while, which is, Nick Casario doesn't want to take a discount, and he wants full price for Deshaun Watson. And, I mean, like, his whole thing is, like, this is going to be whenever I move Deshaun Watson, um, the sort of move that's going to define my time as a general manager here. And so, you know, if I take 50 cents on the dollar and he's cleared in three months, then I'm going to look like a horse's ass. There's no other way to put it than that, you know. And so unless I can get full price, you know, what's best for the Texans right now is to sit on his rights and wait out the right offer. And, um, you know, this is a tough time to get the right offer because there are fewer teams by definition right now that need quarterbacks because we're in the middle of the season. So uh, do I think it gets done? Maybe. I think it's possible. But I think a lot of that's going to ride on how desperate the Dolphins get. And, um, you know, look, I don't think Tua's played horrible. But I also don't think if you're in the Dolphins right now, you can look at it and say confidently for the next decade, we can compete with Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and all the rest of the young quarterbacks in the AFC. Maybe Tua gets that level, but I don't know that you feel confident right now that he's going to get there. And if you're Brian Flores and Chris Greer, you're one in five right now. Um, likelihood is it's going to be three straight years without making the playoffs. If you get a fourth year, which I think they would, um, would you feel comfortable tying your job security then to Tua Tungabaloa? Uh, you know, I think that that's why you see the Dolphins exploring their options at the position. And, um, you know, certainly I think this also ties back to the fact that, you know, in 2020, I'm going to be guilty as charged on this because I thought Tua was a better prospect coming out than Justin Herbert. Um, you know, if you look at anything I said back then, and I'm not a scout, but that's the way that I felt um, then. Uh, but, you know, the decision to take to uh, over Justin Herbert seems to have really left a mark with that organization. And, um, you know, like I think right now, if you're, if you're them, the fact that Tua hasn't come along as fast as you maybe had hoped he would has put you in this position where, you know, maybe to save your job if you're Chris Greer or Brian Flores, you're looking at going and meeting Nick Casario's price. I mean, he's played 12 games. He started 12 games. I know. How, how would I you know. really be able to know? And, and they've changed offensive coordinators. They've added new pieces. The offensive line play is young, and it's still developing. I just – I think if your whole rationale for why you're upset with the lack of growth from Tua is because you're looking at Justin Herbert – then you're completely blind to the fact that, like, last year was a gift, was luck 
for the Chargers. Yeah. They punctured Tara Taylor's life. Without that, we don't know what would have happened. We, I mean, it literally, out of, out of a complete circumstance, he gets thrusted into play and plays great, and, and now we have this opinion of him, which is accurate and true, but I'm just saying, like, you got to stop comparing what you have to what else is out there. I, I just Because the other thing is well, you're not finding it in this class, that's for sure. You'd have to trade for I mean, Watson, which comes with a lot of question marks. Here's the issue, though, Brady. The, the issue is, like, if you're, if you're Greer or Flores right now, you have tops two years to get it right, right, to convince the owner that you're the right people to lead that franchise. And, like, I think you just look at the climate, the position across the NFL and what's happened, and you see what the Rams and the Niners did um, during the last offseason. And remember, those two teams had quarterbacks under contract long-term who were in their 20s who had recently led them to Super Bowls. And they pulled the plug on those guys, um, and Jimmy Garoppolo and Jared Goff, because they felt like they needed to upgrade. They needed to level up at the position. And, you know, I think that's the sort of teams now where, like, good just isn't good enough. And I think in a way it's the Mahomesization of the NFL. As a lot of teams are looking at the Chiefs and kind of staring up at that mountain and saying, can we compete with them? And then – you know, you look at the Bills with Josh Allen and the Chargers with Justin Herbert, and maybe it's not so much what those guys are right now, but it's what those guys might become. You know, and so I think, you know, over the next two years, if you're Brian Flores and Chris Greer, you have to convince ownership that you put the team in a position to compete long term. And I'm with you in what you're saying about what's around them and that some of the mistakes they've made personnel-wise in what they've done with the return for guys like Laramie Tunsil and Minka Fitzpatrick, they haven't done enough with the return. So maybe now they need a little bit more out of the quarterback position because they haven't been able to kind of prop two up enough. And so I think it's a complicated situation, but part of it is that they committed to kind of this slow build. And now it's just, do you have enough to support a young quarterback? And are you able to get answers on your young quarterback quick enough? Or is it time now to say, okay, we need a quarterback who can literally carry the whole operation, and we believe Deshaun Watson's that guy. All right, and then saying that Deshaun Watson is that guy, we had a, a debate, I think, we, we had a discussion, the discussion is better, uh, early on in the show about if this trade were to take place, where does that put the National Football League in terms of how they need to handle the situation yeah. and 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 basically the question of how they have not handled the situation uh seemingly leaving it up to the organization to handle it unless they needed to be involved what what's your take on that if he gets if this trade does indeed go through how does the NFL handle this and how does Miami handle this it's fascinating Lavar cuz i can tell you guys that I know owners of teams that have sort of sniffed around the idea of trading here have talked to the league office and asked them, is he going on the exempt list if we trade for him? And I think there's at least a, at least a fear out there that if you're one of these teams and you trade for the guy, the league could decide we're putting him on the exempt list. Because up until now, the Texans have basically done the NFL a favor, Right where the NFL doesn't have to do anything because the Texans have basically put the guy on ice and the Texans and Watson have come to this implicit agreement, like, we're not going to put you in harm's way, we're going to pay you, but you just need to not be a problem for us right now. 
And so if the Texans find a trade partner, a huge part of that, a huge hoop to jump through for whatever team it is, is what is the league office going to have to say about this? Because now all of a sudden the dynamic changes completely. Now, instead of this sort of being an issue in the background, you're going to have a guy with 23 pending lawsuits going out there as a starting quarterback every week. And, you know, like for obvious reasons, I think the scope of this story changes. And so I think that that's something that's um, definitely on the minds of of the owners who've been involved in this and who um, have, uh, you know, have have had their GMs, their coaches sniffing around this situation. Um, You know, and I think that for all four of the teams that we've sort of, I think, pegged as being monitoring this over the last few months, and Denver, Miami, Carolina, and Philly, um, it's been a question that I think that they've been seeking to answer, seeking answers for over the last, I would say, three months or so. Uh, Albert, uh, last one for me here. Uh, it's Albert Breer, MMQB, uh, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Jonas Knox of our Arrington and Brady Quinn. Uh, Thursday night football later on tonight, Case Keenum is getting the start. From people you've talked to, how how does the organization feel about Baker Mayfield as their guy moving forward? So I mean, I had I had Andrew Barry tell me on the record that he felt comfortable paying him, and he felt comfortable giving Baker Mayfield an extension based on what he did over the first three years of his career. But they haven't done it yet, and I think what's open ended is like how far are they willing to go to do a deal with him and. Then the flip side is, is Baker willing to take a little bit less? And that's where I think the rubber is going to meet the road in this situation. And I, it's interesting because, you know, I, I think the context of paying a guy 40 or $45 million a year is a lot different than if he's willing to do something at 25 or 30. And we have not seen quarterbacks in Baker's spot willing to do that in the past. So this is just a fascinating situation. I think it's going to continue to evolve over the course of the season. And tonight's one of those nights where, you know, in a way we're going to get a window because you have a guy in Case Keenum who's got a lot of experience starting in the NFL, who brought a team to an NFC championship game. And so, you know, you talk about like that whole, I think it's a baseball stat, right? Like wins over replacement, right? So like, I think tonight we're going to sort of get an idea. And I think beyond just what we can see, the guy like, like just, people watching the game i think the browns are going to kind of get a like a real life look at like okay here's what a guy who's sort of a journeyman quarterback looks like in the offense that kevin stefanski's been running and by the way without nick chubb and without kareem hunt so the running game's not going to be quite the same and how can we match that up against what baker mayfield is and you know i think the other piece of context here that's really important too is sort of what's ahead in the next off season, And if Watson isn't traded between now and November 2nd, the possibility exists you're going to have Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, and Russell Wilson out there in February and March. And so that's another piece to all this, too, where if you're the Browns, you look at it and say, we're cool, we're going to wait right now, and we're going to see what's out there for us in the off season in 2022, and then maybe we're, we're going to play our negotiation with Baker up against what might be available out to, out there for us on the veteran market. It's a fascinating situation because I think if you look at the rest of that team, that roster is very much in a position to win right now. 
And, you know, I think the organization is as stable as it's been in a long, long time. And Brady knows this better than anybody else. It hasn't been like this in a while there where they might be an attractive destination for a veteran quarterback like a Wilson, a Watson, or a Rodgers. They're not an expansion team anymore. I, I felt yeah. like they were still that when, when I got drafted there for a while, especially with the turnover, and, and now they're finally to a point since they've come back where you, I don't think you look at them that way anymore. But for a long period of time, they were still an expansion team. Like, 20 years, unprecedented. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Uh, get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. Albert, uh, senior NFL reporter for the MMQB. Always good stuff. We appreciate it. Uh, let's do it again next week. All right, thanks. And, hey, if, if, if Brady's got, like, his Notre Dame Hall of Fame jacket or LeVar's got his Penn State Hall of Fame jacket, I'd encourage those guys to wear it on the show for my appearance next week, yeah, all right? Because it, it, it wouldn't add up to an NFL Hall of Fame jacket. So it's a humble flex, and you just humbly flexed on us that one of your alums was wearing his Hall of Fame jacket. Yeah, it's all right. It's good, right. A.B. Well, I don't know. Are, you, right. are either of you guys – you guys like – are either of you guys college football Hall of Famers? I'm going to get it. I yeah. better get I mean, it. All right. uh, all not, right. not, not there, but hope to at some point. Yeah. yeah. But I'm even not then, there. I would okay. never wear anything or advertise that. I just, yeah. that's just me. I can't wait to I get hope it. they have rings. Do they have rings for the College Hall of Fame? That's my final resting place. I won't get it in the pros. So, and, and I'm not saying that that's a qualifier, but I definitely want, want this College Hall yeah. of Fame. So, well, listen, I mean, uh, do they have a blazer? Do you get a blazer? I don't even know. I don't know. As I, I was one. asking even you, see, don't, we're, I don't know. we're not even significant enough for you to know. Like, <laughs> College Hall of Fame isn't even significant enough. That uh, that, that, that tells you all you need. That, that's I love thing. college football. I don't know what you guys uh, are talking about. You yeah. guys know that. I hope they have a ring so I can wear it everywhere. Well, listen, uh, regardless of what attire you're wearing, it's always good having an outfit. Put a Q code on it with all my highlights. Yeah, that converts into a necklace. That's how it works. That's how I'm that's I'm gonna do it if all I right. get in. So, uh, all right. So, uh, I so, got you, Brady. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm, hey, I'm listen, a, and, and I'll be the I'll guy. I'll the be the guy thing. giving you guys uh, the speech. Uh, We're going to give you the stage. fan one. Yeah. We're going to give you the fan version of that's the. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I want. I yeah. want the fan and version. the jacket. Yeah, you can get that at like a uh, dollar store somewhere. I think. The fan <laughs> we're going. We're going to give you the Hall of Fame jacket in the in the ring, and it's going to read yeah. and be inscribed. Uh, <laughs> The Joe. <laughs> the Joe. The, yeah. the, 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 the slappy. Yeah. Uh, Albert, uh, let's do it again next week, man. Always fun. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate All right, buddy. Uh, at Albert Breer on Twitter. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!